Hi, I'm James P. Friel. And I'm Dean Holland. It's time to fasten your seatbelts, boys and girls. That's right. If you're an entrepreneur who's wanting to take your business to the next level and have a bit of fun while getting cutting edge advice on your business, marketing, and sales, welcome to Just the Tips, arguably the best podcast in the entire world. I guess that's good, right? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right. That was easy. That was the easiest thing we did all day. Yeah. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Just the Tips. This is your host, James P. Friel. I'm excited that you guys are here with us today. We have had a bunch of you guys asking us for an update on some of the projects that we're working on. And so Dean and I talked, and we decided, because you're valuable listeners, we want to share some of those things with you. So as he's riding into the studio, I can see him coming over the horizon right now. I'm excited to introduce... The one, the only, the bearded wonder from the United Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show, Mr. Dean Holland. <laughs> yeah. How are we doing, James? Excellent. How are you today? I'm good. I'm not going to lie. Every time you do the introduction, I get this like big grin on my face. I'm like, this makes me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, awesome. I'm doing amazing. I'm, I'm looking forward to this show. This is a bit of a uh, bit of a different one, I suppose, because I think one of the things that we said towards the, the the end of last year is is how we probably don't talk enough about like and update people on what we've got going on and in yeah. our businesses. I mean, people people probably don't even know half of what we do. Like we 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 have more than one thing going on, don't we? <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's safe to say we're horrible at talking about that. Right. So and so I've had multiple people reaching out being like, "Hey, like I want to hear, you know, about the businesses that you guys are running, the things that you guys are doing." Yeah. And so I was like, "Oh, okay. I guess I guess if that's interesting, we'll talk about it." Right. Yeah, it's always strange. I mean, I think uh, when we if you think back when we first started this show, we never spoke anything about us. Like every show was a guest and it was yeah. never anything to do with us. And I think that's where it began, wasn't it? People were saying like, can, can we find out more about you guys? Like, <laughs> we yeah. want to hear from you. And now we're, uh, you know, we're at this stage where it's time to probably start sharing more of what we do and sharing the lessons that we're learning from it as well on an ongoing basis. Yeah, which is interesting that your mom is asking that because as we know, she's our only listener and I thought she would know what you did, at least maybe not me, but... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we don't speak as much as we should now. This is the only way for her to know what's going on in my life. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so so I think, you know, you and I were talking offline the other day. You and Robin are, you know, continuing to build your beauty brand and your cosmetics, the brushes and all those things. We were kind of talking about e-commerce stuff because I have... Rose Club for Men and World's Best Roses and and those those two brands that that we sell e-com stuff and we're kind of getting into a conversation about our strategies behind how we're growing those companies right and I think it was potentially a really good thing for us to share with our listeners maybe you're an e-com maybe you're not but either way I think some of the strategies that we're using to uh, successfully grow these companies could could be super helpful for you guys and so we didn't want to hold anything back mm. yeah so we could just kind of dig into it. Yeah, because I, I tell you what's uh, funny. Funny enough, just just complete irony on the timing. So earlier on, so I've, I've obviously I've got my office and got my team here, and Robin, my wife, she'll come into the office now, and she she's running her business. She's got her desk, and I'm running mine and helping her, and do, got all these crazy cool things going on. And uh, earlier on, we were having a discussion about uh, something in particular, and she happened to say, "Well, 
your business is really different to mine. So how do you know this would work? And I, I was saying to her, I was like, no, what you need to realize is, is that our businesses aren't different. We might sell different products. We might be in different industries, but actually we're both facing the same challenges and we both have to accomplish the same thing. Oh, that's what it was. We were talking about acquiring customers, but then the back end of monetizing those customers to, to increase the profits of the business. And I was, I was saying like, we have a process in your company that allows us to, you know, we're very successfully acquiring new customers, but we're not doing a great job on the back end. And I was saying that the irony is, is I'm actually going through the same things with, with my training company. I said, we're, you know, we're, we're doing a lot of advertising on Facebook. Now we've got my new book. We're bringing in all these customers, you know, dozens of new customers a day, but I feel like we're lacking in terms of the number of high ticket solutions that are being sold to those customers after the fact. So I said, look, I might be selling information. You might be selling beauty products, but we're both going through the same challenges. And so, you know, you need to realize that the things that I've learned and the things I'm doing in my training company are transferable to the e-commerce. So I, you know, I say that just because you just mentioned whether the listeners are in e-commerce or whatever, really, I, I, I personally think that there's, everything's quite similar. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Well, I think, you know, I think that's right. I think there's a lot of fundamental things that need to be focused on first, right? Like one of the first fundamental things that you have to get right is what is your, what is your value proposition? Like what is the offer right. that you're selling to people? And, and that must, that must make like serve a need in the market, mm. right? If you have a great idea and it doesn't meet a need in the market, then it doesn't matter if you think it's a great idea. Right. Right. Like that's like nothing. Like for me, that is the f like step one most fundamental thing that must be in place regardless of any business, whether it's a product, it's a service, it's brick and mortar, it's local, like no matter what, if there's no need in the market, you're, you're, you're going to be spinning your wheels. And so I think if you, if you zoom out and you look at big picture things, there are a lot of similarities between businesses or the way that you should be going about developing and growing a business. And obviously when you get into the details of, you know, well, you know, here's the specifics on our product or the specifics on our service. Sure. There will be, there will be differences, but by and large, we're talking about buying psychology, right? Right. And we're, we're, we're selling to other people and other people have predictable ways of wanting to buy things. Right. And, and if you, and if you're not, kind of focused on those fundamentals of, of human behavior and buying psychology. It's, it, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter what icing you put on top of it. There's no cake. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Mm, I like cake. Anyway, that's <laughs> yeah. Mm, cake. <laughs> but in this sense, I think the specific strategies that you are using and, and we're using over at world's best roses to build those businesses, I think are quite similar, even when you zoom in, right? right? You know, you, you've got, you guys have makeup brushes and, and other things like that. We, we have roses, right? We sell roses mm. and, you know, on the surface, you're like, well, the one's different than the other, right? Yes. But they're both physical products. They're both something that people either want or need. I would say probably yours might be a little bit more of a need in terms of women need to have a makeup brush. Well, a lot of people but argue I, I, that women need I, roses. 
I could argue, well, I could argue that the roses themselves fulfill an emotional need. That they do. Oh, they're so good as well. Right. They yeah, they are, are the world's yeah. best roses. Yeah, they're amazing. They're really, really good. And so, like, so you got to be clear, like, what is the need that you're meeting? Mm. Is that, you know, something that people talk about or is it something that they've sort of got embedded inside of them and they don't even know that it's a need? Yes. And I, I, I think I, that's a suit. This is a super. I wish like we we should definitely do like some longer shows on this because I'm, I'm I'm like super interested in this stuff because I think this was actually one of the big turning points when things went from in the, in the cosmetics company, like not really doing much to just like flicking a switch and things blowing up. It was realizing what we were actually selling and, and like for us to put some context so people don't like can see what I'm talking about here. We thought we were selling like cosmetics products, makeup products, when really what we've shifted to is no, what we're doing, we're providing women with confidence. That's that thing. Nobody would buy the brush and say, oh, I'm, I'm buying confidence, but that's what they'd feel. And I think that's a much more powerful well, thing to sell too. Do you think? I do think, I do think. And the thing that I want to say there is it's important that everybody understand the difference between features and benefits. Mm. A feature, a feature is like the thing that you get, right? Like you have the brushes and one of the features is, you know, maybe they have superior bristles on the brushes or they have, you know, an ergonomic handle or they have this or that or, or whatever it is. The benefit in, in getting your brush is their association with the brand and an increase in confidence. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Right? Like that's a benefit. And you've and and people make this mistake all the time that they sell features instead of focusing on benefits. Like if any if anybody could get the benefit of your thing without buying your thing, they would do it. Right. Right? And 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 when we're selling stuff we want to believe like our thing is so awesome, but our thing is only a vehicle to help people get the benefit that they want. Right. Right. Like, like looking at, you know, world's best roses, the feature is yes, they are like they're the roses are longer. The, the blooms are bigger. They're fragrant. They last for 10 days in 10 days to two weeks. You know, all these different things that are, those are features. The benefit is the connection that you create with the other person. Ah, yes. Right? That's the benefit. The benefit for a guy sending these flowers for Valentine's Day versus going to the local grocery <laughs> store and and you know picking up the, you know, kind of sickly looking roses in the fridge, the flower yes. like that <laughs> section is is that, you know, there's going to be a greater connection. Like when, when she sees those flowers, she's gonna be like, Oh my God, these are amazing. And the benefit is that she's going to continue to experience that connection yeah. for like the next 10 days or two weeks. And it's, it's undeniable how, how much like they liven up a room and the fragrance and all this other stuff. Right. So the benefit is different than the feature. And I think that's really something that, you know, thinking that way definitely did not come naturally to me. Right. Yeah. Because we get really excited about like, oh, it's got like, you know, this thing, you know, it's got this widget and this widget and that blah, blah, blah. And you're like, all right, but nobody cares. Yeah. Like, no, at the end of the day, nobody really cares. What they want is the benefit. They want the result and the outcome um, from buying your thing. Well, and what, uh, right? Nobody wants the drill. They just want the hole. 
Yes, that, that's exactly right. Yeah. Go. And, Some and in fact, they don't even, why do they even want the hole, right? They want to, you know, build something or, right. or whatever. So it's, um, that's, that's a, that's a critical piece to focus on. So, you know, I think strategically thinking through those things, those are really fundamental things, but one of the probably more tactical things that you guys are doing and we're doing, and I think this is a good strategy, you know, in terms of implementation to test out, we're driving all of our cold traffic to a funnel. Yeah. So all the cold traffic goes there. We sell one thing on that funnel. And if you guys, you know, want to check it out, what, what we're doing, you roseclubformen.com, you can go see what we're up to. But we sell one thing on that funnel. And then anyone who either doesn't buy on that funnel, we're then retargeting with all of our ad traffic to our Shopify store. And then all of our buyers, then we're going to send them to the Shopify store as well, because on the Shopify store, worldsbestroses.com, we expand what you can buy, right? Like you can get different colors, you can get different quantities, you can get you know, a subscription, you can do all these different things. And so we're using the funnel because it's like really, really focused and helps people make that initial purchase decision. And then after they've had some experience with us, then we're opening up the store to them and saying, Hey, now that you're, now that you know about us or you've, you've purchased from us, check out what we're doing over here. And I think that, that sort of two pronged strategy is way more effective than just having a funnel or just having a store. Right. What do you, and, and you guys are doing something similar, correct? Yeah. So, well, well, we actually, I don't know when this show is actually going to be aired, but by the time people are listening to this, we would have launched our new store. It, it, at the time you and I are speaking right now, we are five days out from launching our store. So I, ca I can't actually speak directly based off of personal experience with the store because it's such a new thing. But because we've been doing it, I've been sort of immersing myself in that world and, and in line with what you've just said that you're doing, the reason that that is our full intention as well, because we've done the we've done identical thing to what you've said. Like all of our new customer acquisition is done through a funnel, through just one of our products. You know, we have a discounted makeup brush. You know, we advertise that on right now. It's purely Facebook ads. We send people to this. They order one brush, and then we've got that new customer, and then we can offer them more stuff. But by nature of which I suppose is the same with you, you know, more often than not a purchase of roses or flowers, if they're a good product, which yours are, that's not going to be probably the only time people will ever buy that product from you. They're going to be a repeat customer because that type of product, right? It's, it's uh, something that people will want to keep purchasing for various reasons. And same with us, with the, with the cosmetic side of things, you know, if somebody buys a makeup brush, well, they might lose it or it's not going to, it's not going to last for a lifetime. They need to come back and keep buying more. And there's also additional products that we're that we're starting to expand and offer. And that's like you've just said, that's where the store's going to come in. We're going to acquire the customers through the funnel, and then we're going to follow up, and they'll be able to visit the store on an ongoing basis for everything that we offer. But the the the, the um, you know, one of the things that I've found out that I can't say off my own experience yet, we'll see. But somebody told me that if you were sort of driving traffic direct to like a store with a product, you you might experience somewhere in the realm of like a, a two to four percent conversion. Now again, I'm I'm just third party relaying what I've been told. Whereas with 
like a funnel, we're experiencing like, uh, I think currently about 14% of everybody that clicks our Facebook ad ends up becoming a customer. So it's wow. like, it's pretty absurd. I mean, that, that, that just, that typical. That's it. No, that's, <laughs> that's certainly not typical. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but I mean, even, even if you weren't to take that, I mean, that's stupidly high. I mean, in my um, training company, about 9% of people that click my ad buy my book. So it's like, and that again, through a funnel. So I think I can safely say, you know, we drive a, a, a decent level of traffic to these type of funnels, you know, and I, I think the worst one I've had is 5%. So if you were to consider, you know, a, let's say a 2% conversion on a store and even at the low end, a 5% conversion, you're talking using that funnel to acquire customers. You're going to get twice as many customers at least off the same amount of spend, off the same amount of traffic. So I think the strategy, yeah. even though I can't directly yet speak to the results of the store, there's, there's too many people that do have that experience that are telling probably you and me the same sort of thing. Use a funnel to acquire customers. Use a store for repeat purchases. I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty freaking excited because right now we, we really – we, we get a lot of customers in that business and we don't sell anything else to them after we have them. <laughs> so it's yeah, pretty well, exciting times. Well, likewise. And one of the things that, you know, we're excited about is even if you get 10%, which is if you get a 10% con sale, visitor to sale conversion ratio on your funnel, like that's amazing. Right. Like that's like next level stuff. But that still means... 90% of the traffic that went there didn't right. do anything. Yep. And I think that there's a there's definitely a lot to be said for retargeting people back to the original mm. offer. You know, that's certainly important, but there's also like okay, well, if a person cared enough to click on an ad to go see what you were up to, but then decided not to buy, there there was some intent there when they clicked right. on the ad. Yeah, there's definite right? interest. There's definite interest. So sending them to a store where there's potentially more options. And and then there's there's also just some people who feel more comfortable buying in like a store slash like shopping cart type of environment. Oh, 100%. And I, I, can, I can tell you one thing based off of that. So our set of makeup brushes that we have, it's like a 10-piece. Uh, we, we have been selling it just on our own, not a store, but just like a, a one-page funnel, I guess, if you want to look at it like, with an order form. We've been selling that for, uh, it's, it's just the UK market right now. Uh, so it's like 40 pounds, maybe like equivalent of about $50. Well, we actually have them listed on Amazon. We've never, ever done anything with it. We did it purely because, oh, let's let's put them on Amazon. That's what people do. We've never even looked at it since we did it. But about once a month, I don't, I don't know how people must see it on Facebook and they just feel more comfortable there. So it plays into what you're just saying. We have them listed for 90 yeah. pounds on Amazon. So more than double the price. And wow. about once a month, somebody will yeah. go there and buy them. So I'm not talking like big numbers, but I'm just saying with regards to what you say, some people are just more comfortable buying from Amazon is obviously a more trusted source. That's the thing there. Oh, and I tell you what I'd love to just bring up just, just on this, because you said it the other day, and this is actually, aside from the store, this is actually the thing I'm most excited about. We have never yet offered PayPal, and it's one of the most probable, uh, probably one of the most asked things or comments on our advertising. People always say like, is this legit? I don't feel comfortable. They're not offering PayPal. And I, I, I can't quantify how many people we must lose from that. But with the store, we now have PayPal and Apple Pay and Google Pay and all kinds of amazing things. I know you mentioned to me, didn't you, if you, if you don't mind 
me bringing this up, that you added PayPal to your funnel, right? And it made a bit of a difference. Yes, I do mind you bringing it up. Let's keep moving along. <laughs> yeah, so we added PayPal to two of our funnels, not not the Rose Club funnels. We added PayPal to my hiring like a boss funnel and also to um right. another one of my companies. And we got on mine a 20% increase in our conversions just just by adding Ooh. PayPal as an option on wow, the funnel. Wow. So it all, all goes into like how people are yeah. comfortable. Like that's what that's what you think about think about this little piece you just say like how different people are comfortable in different situations and and buying in different ways some people more than happy to to throw down their card some people won't buy if it's not paypal some people will prefer to pay double the price as long as it's on amazon you know it's like it's uh yeah interesting well and it's interesting. i mean it's it's like uh it comes down to a level of trust and mm. you know everybody knows there's so much nonsense and so much bs on the internet, right? Yes. And so people are, you know, untrusting. It, it, yeah, and, and rightly so. There is a lot of BS on the internet, right? Like, uh, yes. you know, we just had that guy on the show recently who was talking about all the cyber attacks and everything else, and now I'm paranoid about everything. Yeah, I, I've, I've, I've woke up many times thinking about. <laughs> yeah, but, but so, so, you know, when it comes to, when it comes to people taking action, more often than not, they're going to take action with things that they already have a like a a box in their mind for, right? They're mm -hmm. like, okay, you know, I've heard about Amazon for a long time. I've done business with them. Nothing bad has ever happened to me, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I'm willing to pay more to do it with Amazon because I know I'm going to, I'm going to get what I paid for, right? Similar, similar with PayPal. Right. Like PayPal has been around forever. You know, everybody has probably some experience with you know, buying something with PayPal or sending money with PayPal or, or any one of those things. And so they're like, okay, well, I'm not giving my credit card information, my sensitive information to this stranger that I've just seen on the internet five minutes ago. Like, I mean, because I mean, truth, truth be told, seeing an ad on Facebook, clicking on it and going straight to a purchase page like when that person got on Facebook, the thing that you got to know is that when that person got on Facebook, they weren't looking for your thing, right? Like right. they weren't. I mean, Go yeah. Google search is obviously completely different because there's there's buyer intent there when they're, you know, if somebody's searching for, you know, you know, exotic Colombian roses or, you know, great makeup brushes or whatever, right? There's a little bit of difference there. But especially from a Facebook perspective, yeah. people are getting on Facebook because they want to see what their friends are up to. And they want to, right? They yeah. want to post like, you know, somebody just took a selfie or Instagram for that matter, right? Because they're they're both managed on the same platform. And so it is on some level somewhat miraculous that people <laughs> that people click off of having fun and engaging with their friends and their family and everything to go over to your page and say, okay, now, now I'm going to check out what these roses are about. But I don't know these guys. Right, like I don't know these guys. So when I see, you know, you I can think about it. It's it's freaking weird that we can actually get customers on Facebook. Yeah, it's my it's mind blowing. <laughs> it really and is, it's, and it's amazing. But we like when we take it for granted. I think we forget how much of a stretch we actually are asking people to make, and and so these things that we can do, like stores that have different payment integrations, like PayPal on a sales funnel. All of those things just 
every little one, every one of them just helps to boost confidence a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. Yeah. You know, and I think that's that's a really really important piece that doesn't in in my mind doesn't get talked about enough when everyone gets excited about Facebook ads or excited about building funnels or even stores for that matter. Like you got to you got to create an environment where people feel comfortable giving you their money. Yeah. And yeah. And uh and, and and for, you know, for many people they're, you know, they're they're not a wash in cash. You know, they're they're yeah. trying to they're trying to figure things out and it and it could be a big purchase for them. And it's it's important to be respectful, I think. And so for us, putting that PayPal option there was just trying to move that that level of confidence up mm. for people, you know, and yeah. um and just, you know, our early numbers, because I think we've only been running it for about 30 days now seem to be phenomenal. And, yeah. and so if, you know, if you're not doing that on your funnels, uh, you, you absolutely should. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, ex- I'm, I'm very excited about it. Judging by like, we must get, I would say five to 10 people a day comment about not having PayPal. And I, I I've learned over the years, if, if one person takes the time to say it, there's probably easily another five to 10 that didn't buy because of it, but just didn't tell you. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Cause nobody, I mean, I'm not the type of person to be like, Oh, you're not doing this. So I'm going to like tell you, I'm just not right. going to, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, you know, some, some of those things are the things that I, I want to share, but the other thing that I'm very proud of, you know, the order bump that we have on our, oh, the on, our sale, on our the Rose Club. <laughs> yeah, it's so so ideally. So for those of you guys who don't really know what an order bump is, it's imagine you're at the checkout at the grocery store and there's always like the gum and the candy and mm. the magazines and like just b- like batteries and like all these last minute little things that you would be like, oh, yeah, you know what? I do want a pack of gum or I oh, that magazine. I like the headline on that magazine. I think I'm going to buy it right? An order bump is very much like that, where somebody is already committing to a purchase. Just an impulsive, see it yeah. at the point of sale, grab it, buy it, done. Yes. Yes, exactly. And so in a, you know, in a, in a shop, an online shopping situation, an order bump is something that you offer to somebody as they're checking out, which is different than what's known as a one-time offer, which is, uh, you know, after they've checked out, now there's another potential upsell or cross-sell for them. But the order bump is really interesting because it's it's sort of like a impulsive thing as somebody's checking out. And when we were originally selling our roses through our funnel, I I was like, man, we need a we need to do something to increase our cart value. But all I have is this one product. Like all I have is roses, right? So we didn't have at the time we didn't have anything else. And kind of was started thinking one of the best ideas is to create an order bump that adds extreme value for somebody else, but costs you very little. And because if you, you know, if you're like, Hey, like, you know, get a dozen more roses, like that's cool, but they already bought some and it's going to cost you and everything else. So I came up with the idea of giving them the opportunity to guarantee that their roses would be red. (laughs) 
and <laughs> and and if you think about it, some people don't care. Some people are like I just want you know really pretty flowers, and other people are like I want red roses, and especially you know around Valentine's mm. Day. So our our roses are already a really good deal. You get fifty roses for seventy bucks, which is phenomenal. It's great. great, but. Then, then we say, okay, guarantee the roses to be red. And there's some really good sales copy there. You know, red is the color of love. You know, if you don't choose this, no problem. We'll send you one of our seasonal colors. But if you really want them to be red, click this button. And it's $19 to do that. We get 40 to 50% of our buyers taking that option. Oh, so good. Yeah. Which is amazing because let's say we get 50% to take that option. That means that we've increased our cart value by $9.50 to, to be able to do that, right? So it's, it's super, super helpful for us. And it gives people a little bit of control over their, their buying experience. Because the truth is, if like we didn't have that option, we probably would just send out like whatever was there. Right. You know? Yeah. So now we're making sure that, okay, these guys really want it to be red. And every now and then we get somebody to complain about it, but there's, you know, they're still getting a good deal, but by and large, and then for, you know, around Valentine's day is where, you know, we're uh, selling, selling roses. Most people are going to want it to be red. And so our, our order bump is usually converting at like 80% around Valentine's That's day. Insane. That is insane. Yeah. <laughs> So, so for, for you, for you guys, I would say like, think about, you know, think about what, what sort of like is an add on to the purchase that somebody's already buying something from you and offer them that. And it, and in an ideal world, if you can offer them something that they find value in, but doesn't cost you a lot of money, then all, all yeah, the better. Definitely. Yeah. Gosh. So so we just really opened a bit of a, uh, pulled the lid back a little bit on you and I. So we don't just teach people, coach, consult. We got other stuff that we just don't talk about that much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, they, the Rose the rose business is, uh, you know, it's a multiple seven-figure business. Oh. And start, you know, started just an idea like, hey, could we, could we, sell, could we sell roses through a funnel? And we do, and it's and it's been it's been really cool. So, I think uh, I think hopefully for those of you guys who are interested in hearing about some of the stuff we're up to, you know, kind of kind of scratch the surface here. But if you guys want us to talk more about what we're up to and like the real world things that we're diving into, I know I get fired up about it because this is the stuff like when we're not recording shows, this is the stuff I'm thinking about all the time, you know. And I'm I'm more than happy to uh, to share these things if they're valuable. So, send us an email or. Or reach out to us and let us know if you want us to do more yeah. of these types of things. And also, you know, if you have questions about anything in particular, I think one of the one of the things that we're looking to do more this year is, um, you know, kind mm. of Q and A type stuff from you guys. So that that would make things uh, a ton of fun as well. And anyway, we're going to wrap it up right now. Dean, do you have any uh, any no, parting shots? To, uh, just to echo what you said, like get in touch in whatever way is convenient. Let us know if you like this type of stuff because, just like you, James, I. I we don't talk about it enough, but we're living and breathing it every day. And I think this would be an amazing platform to, to be able to share actually what's going on in those moments and the, the key takeaways that we actually learn from it. So yeah, exciting stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you. 
Make sure you leave us a review, tell your friends and family about us, and we will talk with you guys next time. Later, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Just the Tips, where we believe business should be profitable and fun. For show notes, links, and other information on our guests, visit justthetipsshow.com. For more information on how to connect with Dean Holland, visit deanholland.com. And if you'd like to go from being a hustling entrepreneur to an effective CEO, capable of running your company without being stuck in the day-to-day, visit me for free training and resources at jamespfreel.com. Our theme music is Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License.